Hi guys, it's your girl, the real Chelsea Lyles, and welcome back to my podcast where I talk about all things energy, the power of believing in a positive mindset, and other high vibe shit that you need to know now. Okay, so let's just get right into this. Happy Sunday if you're listening tonight, or happy Monday if you're listening in the morning. Nonetheless, it's a brand new week, and the first thing I want to get into is Mercury retrograde. So the first Mercury retrograde of 2020 starts on the 17th and it goes, I believe, somewhere around March 8th, maybe a little earlier than that. Um, And if you totally like do not follow along with Mercury retrograde or anything like that. Totally cool. I'm going to break it down for you. So um, it happens, I think, approximately like three times per year. So you'll see like a lot of people will throw around like, I don't know if people are kind of like acting funny, um, you know, during Mercury retrograde or you'll see like different things like on social media, um, where people like go crazy during Mercury retrograde. Um, that's kind of like the stigma around it, but let me, let me explain kind of like the background. So there's like the metaphysical side of it, the very spiritual side of, and it's actually like, not just like Mercury retrograde, it's Mercury in retrograde. Um, but the there's like the spiritual side of it and then there's like the scientific um, side of it that kind of merely like labels it as a superstition. So this is why. And bear with me um, when I explain it. So basically um, Mercury retrograde is a reversal in Mercury's orbit. So it's actually considered an optical illusion um, because it just, from Earth, it, it appears to us um, that it's backwards. So from our point of view, if that makes any sense, but it's not actually going backwards. So... Um, it appears to travel backwards during like these times um, and different astronomers like have different ways of labeling it um, and things like that. So it's kind of like let's like debunk like the myths and like the, like really kind of talk about some truths that you could consider in your own decision of believing in Mercury retrograde, etc., blah, blah, blah. So what's actually going on um, is that it's a reversal in Mercury's orbit. So all planets, they orbit at different speeds. Mercury goes way faster than the Earth. Like, I don't know. I don't know how fast it goes. Okay. I'm not an astronomer. I just... I know a little bit about, about it, and so don't, no shade at me, okay? So, 
it goes a whole lot faster than the earth and actually laps us, I think, four or five times. That's kind of give, to give you like a an idea of how quick it's actually going. So um, depending on like this timeline changes our perspective of Mercury. So visualize this. Mercury in retrograde happens when there's times that from the Earth's perspective, it seems that Mercury is traveling backwards. Okay? So um, some people do think that this is a myth and it actually doesn't affect humans and it does not affect the Earth and and all that stuff um, just because of it being like a like a line of sight. I don't think that's the way, right way to say it, but because we know it, that it is kind of an optical illusion because I don't know if it really is. I guess because we know the fact that it's we're only seeing it this way because of where we are and our perspective we know that it's only shown to us that way so you can kind of i guess it's it's you could break it down into being like personal opinion as if you if you choose to believe like no, we're only, it is an optical illusion, or if you choose to believe, like, no, this is truly happening, because this is what we're seeing from where we are. So, that's kind of, like, the outer space viewpoint on Mercury retrograde, Um, but, yeah, whether it has, like, a gravitational pull on the Earth or not, like, you can kind of do your own research and if I got like super into it, um, I'm pretty sure I'd like fuck it up in communicating it to you. And also I have my opinion on it. And obviously like I'm trying to educate on some facts, but also this podcast is kind of from my point of view. So I'm talking like from my knowledge what I take of it, what I think, and um, how I think that it has effects on me and how I think it it could affect you and to kind of like enlighten you on that aspect. So I think I can say majority of the people I know have been affected by Mercury retrograde or have experienced or witnessed somebody else being affected. Um, You know, a lot of people like will say it's like an excuse to like while out and like Uh, crazy but um the reason why is because um things because we like have this perspective so because mercury is in retrograde this is what happens okay so it is a short period of time i think a couple weeks generally and um it's so to say worse in the very beginning and worse like when you're kind of coming out of it and the middle is pretty okay um it's you kind of could feel kind of 
off. Um, but it's generally not good in the beginning and not good in the end. And some kind of, a lot of people, I think, fear Mercury in retrograde. And um, there's nothing to fear from it. So what happens generally during that time is emotions are heightened and um, it's kind of like a quick timing where light is really shining down on you. It's like, you know, you're on a stage, like it's like open mic night and you're like, you don't know if you're funny or not. And like you, you truly like you think you're funny. You have some good jokes. And then like you get up there on stage and the light like really shines down on you and you're facing everybody like a huge crowd. And now if you can visualize that that huge crowd is all of your mm, insecurities, mistakes, goals, um, you know, your talents your, so to say, baggage. Okay, so this giant audience of just all your bullshit and you're standing there like on stage with this huge light on you and it's like, okay, like now's your time. We're just gonna show you like this is, you know, this is it. Like, are you, do you have a good joke? Like, are you funny? Are you gonna, you know, like book another show or are we really going to, like, embarrass you and, like, unleash some shit that you don't want to deal with? And, like, how are you going to handle that? Like, how are you going to handle, like, a really crummy audience right now? So that's kind of, like, my example. of <laughs> There's my, like, quick example. So you're kind of, like, standing on the stage. Mercury, Mercury um, in retrograde is this huge shining light. And the reason that this light is shining on you is not to actually like, instill any fear and not to make you look like an idiot or to make you act crazy or to become super emotional and like, you know, quit your job and break up. Like, no. What it is here for is to bring to surface anything that you've kind of pushed away and not given any attention to that if you do choose to in this time um become a little bit more attentive and give it you know give attention to those things like buried away um you can really grow like during this quick amount of time so it's a big push and it's 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 beneficial because this is what you know people need in order to grow and it's kind of like this huge energy push just being like calling you out and the reason why it makes people feel a little bit uncomfortable or uneasy maybe or anxious or is um you know it's hard it's kind of like saying like what areas in your life do you really need to level up in order to grow you know what unfinished product projects um, you know, have you started that like you need to finish? What business do you need to kind of like wrap up? And um, you're kind of being like forced 
into this and it's really how we navigate through mercury retrograde that matters and that that brings us out with more clarity or really kind of like a fast track growth and into like the next phase of the year um and it kind of like brings up areas like I don't want to keep saying like areas like you're hiding but just things that haven't surfaced yet that need to be dealt with and if they're not then they're gonna keep coming up kind of so that's kind of what it is and it's a time to go back and like see how you're gonna navigate through it a lot of people have this like idea of why in mercury retrograde are people from my past coming back to me and like approaching me or situations and it's like you can take it really personal to yourself and you bringing this on or like what does this mean and it's really like that's not where your attention should go the reason why that happens is because in general when okay so let's say like universally here like you know the earth is in mercury like mercury is in retrograde for all of us at the same time so that means everybody is having this energetic push this big light shine on them at the same time so it's very personal like we feel it each in our own different ways but at the same time everyone's like stuff is being brought up and emotions are rising for everybody at the same time and we all handle things completely differently and um so what can happen is people in general like we want to be comfortable um naturally so some of us will go to what we already know to be true or what we know to be comfortable or things that we've already like lived because we know how it makes us feel, we know how we react, we know the person, we know the situation. So it might not be our, so to say, conscious decision, but we just generally like go back to those things. And um, this is why, you know, it's natural for us to go back to like our old ways, past situations, past people, um, because we want, we as humans, crave comfort and it's comforting to us but it's extremely important to know um nine times out of ten this is completely a test like do not go backwards like I talked about in my first podcast um that we are constantly whether we are aware of it or not we are co-creating our destiny and where we want to go by laying down these super foundational bricks on a pathway like your your yellow brick road and during your like life course you are laying down these bricks and like I want you to visualize like when you're laying these bricks down like I can remember like being a kid and seeing I can't really like specifically remember what the hell my dad was building but it was like a deck or something like in the first house I ever lived in. And do you guys know those like kind of like dusty red? Um, they're not like a perfect rectangle. That always bothered me. Um, they're like they're kind of like a like a small like S shape. Like they're uneven. Like none of them are these perfect 
bricks. So you have to be like very tedious when you are um, laying them down so that they're even and smooth and completely connected. And like, that's what I want you to like visualize when I keep referring back to that. I'm like referring to like the care and like tenderness that goes into laying each brick is extremely significant in our, you know, while we're like co-creating. Okay. So, um, you're, you're doing all this work, you're, you're making your path and in times where we're forced into like these reflections or when, you know, we're going about our, our lives and, you know, a blast from the past does show up coming from me. Like this is like even hard to say because I definitely, I am analytical and I'll kind of sometimes want to like dissect and be like, what could this mean? But like, no, sometimes it doesn't mean shit. Like sometimes that's their shit. And when someone does or some situation or like workplace, school, family, I don't know, when someone or something comes up, it doesn't always need direct conversation or interaction or reflection but how you handle it is what matters. So during Mercury retrograde, a lot of people can experience like resurfacing events. And a lot of people will, because of comfort, go back and revisit and reconverse and kind of like repeat what you've already lived, like repeating the pattern and, you know, having the same conversation and going through the same emotions. So if you can kind of like put yourself in a position to be super aware of this and detach from person, place, or thing and understand or just look at it from a perspective that this is a test and an opportunity to reroute and redirect your energy your intentions, your motives with that person or or position or whatever, um, and just redirect your path again and giving and in doing so, that's a small act of service, a small action that you have just made in breaking a cycle and continuing to move forward with your life. And I know that sounds like super deep here, but it's the truth. Like, okay, so let's say, you know, you, you've got, you're standing on that stage again, the light is shining on you, you have this whole crowd and, you know, um, one experience comes and revisits you and you're like, what the heck? So you're like, you're, you're driving in traffic and all of a sudden your phone rings and you're like, what? what are they calling? You know, this happens, like, let's say tomorrow. And you're like, what are they calling for? I haven't heard from them in like a year, two years, or that's weird. Like, you know, and it's a direct, just example, I would say, of, um, you know, it's just an opportunity to decide what are you going to do with this information, 
you know, what are you going to do with this past experience? Are you going to repeat the process again? Are you going to choose to revisit it and see what what surfaces? Because I guarantee you it's probably going to be the same shit that you already experienced back when you already lived that. You know what I mean? Or are you going to take it and be like, you know, okay, cool. Like, this is my opportunity to like end that or to acknowledge and refocus or to not acknowledge at all and, and, you know, keep pushing forward. So because we're all experiencing Mercury and retrograde at the same time, that's a lot. That's like universally, like in our community, in our, in our area, that's a lot of people who could potentially be having a lot of bullshit or like a little bit of bullshit creep up at the same time. So you can kind of position yourself in a way to be um, really mindful of this and somewhat have a choice in how it affects you. Like, for example, you could be a person who thinks that this is just a load of bullshit. However, you might go to work and experience some kind of weird behavior from your coworkers where like Mercury and retrograde is super affecting them and in tune that could land on you or you could be like what's up with you know Jane like I like what a weirdo like you know like she's acting weird like you know and like no bad feelings on any Janes I just like can't think of any name right now so That's why, um, you know, you just want to be like to give you just kind of like a little rundown of like what happens a little bit and how you can be a little bit more mindful. But just know, like, if you can position yourself in a perspective where if any of this shit does come up it and just like look at it as it's a test, because you just in general, we all need to just keep moving forward, right? Like that's the goal for everybody, I hope, is to just keep getting better. And if you can choose to see this time as a time for um, like winning, like that this isn't supposed to be fearful, it's not supposed to make you lose your marbles or whatever. Like you're not supposed to go cuckoo-lucu. You're supposed to, you know... Yeah, get a little bit uncomfortable, maybe, but for growth and for the better and to um, experience like a quick push of spiritual growth in a short amount of time if you choose to. So a little, a couple of like helpful ways that you can do that. Um, just knowing for one, um, to... In a time like this where if you are ever affected by the moon or or any or like if you are into astrology like at all and I am somewhat I choose I don't fully follow every single thing like to the core but if there's something I'm aware of what's going on and if there's something that I feel is like connected to me or um that can be a good time to kind of use as like a blueprint of if I feel connected at that time to like reflect, recharge, 
reanalyze and redirect like my energy, then I'll kind of use, you know, a full moon or Mercury in retrograde to be just like a guideline or like a symbolic time for me um, if I choose that it's significant. So definitely like there has been times where it's a full moon or Mercury's in retrograde and I and I kind of just like let it pass by and just like go about my business and don't feel super like connected to it. And then there's other times where I, you know, I am, I've been totally like, you know, thrown. So um, the most important thing is, okay, so to understand that this is a test and um, try to stay in that perspective and really, if you can keep in the back of your mind, like how does the person that I want to become react? Because when Mercury is in retrograde, it's communication and reaction um, that really can kind of, you know, mess things up a little bit. <laughs> um because emotions are heightened. Okay, so take your kind of detach. Um, you know, this light is on you, but you're aware of it. You're going to detach. You're going to understand that people around you can be emotionally, could be affected by during this time. Okay, so we know this information and you want to just be a little bit more aware. And in general, in life, communication is so important. And I am not the best by any means at communicating. I think I'm good with some people in situations than and like worse with others, but there's always room for progress. And um my I do believe so I do believe that connection is currency and communication equals connection. So in order to create currency, we have to have good communication. Um, When I say currency, I don't mean just dollar bills and like a fat bank account. I mean currency as in success, um, you know, energy exchange and joy, um, high vibrational frequency. That's what I mean by currency. So connection equals currency. So currency is kind of like, you know, the things that we desire or like that are just, um, yeah, like just feel good, just high energy, just our best selves. So like, that's kind of my collation with currency. Um, and you do want to be successful and you do want to have, you know, an abundance of whatever it is that you want in your life, right? Whether that's love, family, kids, money, um, shoes, like, I don't know, whatever it is for you, right? So rule of thumb, like I completely live by connection equals currency and communication leads to connection, Okay, so extremely important. And if you practice poor communication, there's a long timeline to get to currency. 
So times like this, we can use to our advantage um, easily because the vast majority of people lack communication skills and in times where the universe, source, God, whatever it is for you, gives us an, an exponential amount of energy push, um, people who are not awakened or aligned or aware are not going to be able to use this energy to, our, to their advantage or to the potential that you could if you were aware, aligned, um, you know, awakened, whatever it may be for you. Are you with me still? <laughs> like, so now that we know this, now that we know, okay, there's possibly a small amount of people who really have the ability to make Mercury in retrograde work for us. And a huge key to that is communication. Um, and a way where you can really succeed in this time and optimize your growth in this time. And for me, it's kind of like a no-brainer. Like, why wouldn't you want to always do that? But like, especially now when, you know, a lot of people are kind of like breaking down, you know, like you want to be a leader in this. You want to be moving forward. Communication barriers happen all the time. They happen to me on the daily. Like I'm the kind of person where I think like any of my friends that are listening are probably laughing. Like I'm not the best at promptly responding. If I am responding promptly, there's probably not a lot of context to the text or email or mess or DM it. So it could come off abrupt, rude, emotionless, whatever, because generally I'm replying when I'm in a rush while I'm doing something else. I'm not completely present. Um, and maybe like the intention is to open the message, email, whatever it is, DM, look at it. And if it's like urgent emergency, obviously I'm going to attend to it. Otherwise, it's like I see it. And because my intent is to give a response with substance, I end up not responding right away because I want to give them good context and I want to get back to them later. However, there's been many times where there actually is no getting back to them later. That's a pretty big miscommunication. Like, I, you know, like, I am the first to raise my hand and say, like, I'm not the greatest when it comes to to that shit. Also, like, I don't generally reach out to people unless, like, you know, because I'm always like, oh, if they, you know, want to, like, think about me, they'll call me or text. Like, that's horrible. Um, I'm trying to be better at it and also, like, respond to people with saying, I got your message. Can you give me some time? Because I want to like think this over and I'll definitely get back to you. Like being very considerate. So we need to all work on this um, 
in our own ways for sure. Um, as you know, a lot of our programming, um, like a lot of the ways, a lot of the reasons why we are the way we are in life now is because from birth to seven years of age is when the vast majority of our programming happened um, to kind of build who we are um, and how we operate. And then obviously beyond that, different events in each own's lives have helped create and build our character and values and et cetera, et cetera. So we've all learned communi- like how to communicate so differently from each other, right? Like depending on who raised us and, you know, how we were treated and how, and just, you know, all that shit, right? So that's kind of like, you know, no shit people can't communicate with each other. Like, you know, we can write letters to each other because like generally we've all learned in school how to, you know, print and spell. But um, when it comes to proper communication or excelling in communicating with each other, we all learned at a different pace and a different way. And like, you know, just differently, like depending on how you're raised and your experiences in your life. So when it comes, bringing it back, bringing it back to Mercury in retrograde, um, when it comes to communicating during this time, it's highly recommended that you actually do make more of an effort where if it comes down to something like extremely important, such as a business deal or, um, you know, anything work-related like that or a serious like matter, um, just anything with finances, contracts, um, you know, anything heavy, emotional, family, relationship-wise, all those super serious, you know, things um, definitely need to be communicated in person, um, not in a text or an email. And yes, maybe over a phone, FaceTime is good, um, but in person is better because in person you can feel the energy, like whether you're completely in tuned, um, you know, with reading other people's energy, like just it's common sense. Like you can tell by someone's body language, um, their tone of voice, their eye contact, are they shifty, you know, their posture, just simple things like that where you can read a person um, and how they are communicating with you in person is the best way. And then obviously you can kind of like replicate that through FaceTime and then phone call is good because you can really hear the tone and emotion and, you know, email and texting and DMs and, and shit like that is just crap, especially during this time. And I, And I'm not saying like, I'm crap at that and so are you. I'm saying that we need to be aware that some people are affected by this shit more than others. So they could perceive what you're saying completely differently than how you are bringing it to the table. So if we know this is happening, then like take a little extra effort and action to try and, you know, you know, if you're if you're aware, then like use the tools that you have to kind of go above and, you know, try to like avoid room for error here, um, like leaving any room for error. 
And um, so, yeah, so in general, like people can be shit texters. And then during this time, emotions are heightened. Things can are extra, extra, just like read wrong or misconstrued. Um, so being more mindful of that and being more mindful that, you know, it may not be you, but it could be just the people you're interacting with, um, you know, and in general, like when emotions are heightened and if you lack emotional intelligence or awareness, or you're just going through some bullshit in your life right now, and you're like completely not connected to any of this shit, then your subconscious is going to want to go back to your natural beliefs and your natural ways of operating and responding and reacting. And um, that's just probably not going to be a good outcome for anybody. So um, we've kind of like, that's going to be a major like point in navigating through this time and making it really work for you, not work against you. And then the other thing that you can really do if you want to optimize your growth during Mercury in retrograde is to really think about how are you responding and reacting, not as the person that you are right now, but who you really want to become and and where you're really going. Um, And there's a lot of growth that can happen from, you know, being that way, like acting as if so if you can remove yourself from the situation and um take a step back and not you know do your best like and do your best to look outside and react respond and reciprocate not you know you might be excellent right now like you know I I you might be um very mindful and and confident in how you respond and react currently but think of you in six months or think of who you are you know if you're chasing this goal this like let's say job when you're in that role when you get there how does that person respond in a situation that you might be facing right now and that's what you kind of want to allow yourself to like lead with that response and in doing so the more that you can duplicate replicate that experience over and over and over the more opportunities that you create where you're responding and reacting as the person you want to be when you have this or when you are in that role or when you achieve this goal or when you, you know, have got your, you know, all your workouts in and six months from now you're in that body and you're like thriving and glowing and, you know, all that shit. Like when you're there, how is she responding to people? How is she or he communicating? And if you can keep that kind of in the back of your mind and start to practice that now again that is like a huge factor in getting 
to point B, right? To getting there. And to, again, laying down those like foundational bricks in co-creation and also really tuning in and focusing on doing so when we know, you know, some something is going on in the universe and something is going on energetically. And we are also having this extra push of energy from Mercury being in retrograde or when there is a full moon, etc. And you're getting that extra, um, you know, kind of like push, kind of like it's like getting like, um, you know, a little lottery ticket and then like you get the bonus and you get a free, like another ticket or whatever for free. That's this. Like this is your little like extra like $2 ticket that's just like, oh yeah, you're doing good, but here you go. Like, have a little more on us. What are you going to do with it? Like, you know, like, are you going to, you know, is, are you going to make a win out of this? Like, so that's kind of um, my take on Mercury in retrograde. And if everybody could act a little bit more out of, um, you know, not in fear full, like not in any, like not having fear of, oh, everyone's going crazy in Mercury retrograde and people are acting out. Like when you, and I'm guilty of this, when you feed into that, you're just giving it more energy. You're just like adding to that bullshit. But if you can kind of like change your attitude change your vibe, change your energy, whatever, um, and become a little bit more aware, then you can definitely make it work for you for sure. And, um, yeah, so that's going on until like the, I think, I don't know, like if it's the eighth, I don't know exactly. Please don't come for me because I don't know the exact date. Um, but, yeah, so there's that. Um, and it kind of leads into like my last point there kind of goes into like acting as if and like the power of acting as if, um, you know, um, and just I can kind of that's a whole other conversation. But um, take with that, take from that what you want. Um, and if you choose to just still think that Mercury in retrograde is just like a load of crap and you don't really, you know, you want to think that everyone is like coming out and acting crazy and doing weird shit, then by all means to each their own. Go ahead. I just wanted to bring a little bit of enlightenment onto the topic and let you know what is going on because, you know, that's just, it's the fact of the matter. Um, what is so funny, not funny, I guess it's not that funny, like, but to me, because I'm like so obsessed with like all things of like self mastery and like growth and moving forward and like natural ways that we can, you know, do things and create routines and um, in any which way to like become better. Like I'm so obsessed with that shit. Like I just want to like, you know, eat the most high vibrational superfoods and like um, you know, align my chakras all day long. No, I'm just kidding. I don't actually, I don't do that at all. Um, but I was talking, um, to my brother briefly and 
I think this kind of just like came up. I don't know what really triggered it, but last week um, there was a new moon. Um, There was a full moon last weekend. It was actually last Sunday. And um, it wasn't that big of a deal to me personally. My brother had like a really cool kind of experience. You know, he was, um, you know, on this like insanely beautiful hike. And, you know, it was just like really cool for him and like reminded me how much, um, you know, we're kind of, I don't want to be like, oh, we're in this concrete jungle and blah, blah, blah. But like in the winter months, like it is hard, like unless you're a snow person, like um, we're not really outside, like walking, like in bare feet, like grounding ourselves, laying on the grass like we are like as much in the summertime. And I was kind of like digging into that and just like, you know, there's this idea of like the winter months, um, you know, being more just challenging for people's motivation and um, happiness and just overall well-being. And, um, you know, there's like seasonal depression and just it can be hard for some people more than others. I feel like I am a tropical princess. Like I literally feel that I am meant to be laying in the sunshine all day long. And I grew up here. Like I, I, I own snowshoes, but I just, the older I get, like as the years go on, it's less fun for me to be outside in snow. And I've realized like, you know, I just, I like warmer weather. Um, But beyond that, I'm like, why, like, what is it that's really, like, makes it challenging for people? Because I'm a baby when it comes to this shit. Like, I know people, like, living on the East Coast, and I generally feel like I don't know how they do it. Like, I really don't get it. And I know of, like, it's different because, like, it's a different kind of cold or, like, I hear like, oh, okay, in Calgary and like Edmonton, it's like a different kind of cold or like it hits different and this and that. But like, but it's still so cold, like even though it's like, you know, or it's like really beautiful because it's like sunny, but cold and like here it's more rainy and gray, like, but it's still cold, like it's still dangerous, like you're still moving snow and shoveling and de-icing and all that stuff, like it's still like so cold, right? Like I, I really don't know how, you know, I, like that, that's hard. And so, um, I was kind of just like thinking about it. Like, why is it like just in general, like, you know, I do know like, oh my gosh, sorry if you heard that like windstorm, it was the dog like shaking, shaking off. Um, why is it that like we're generally like happier in the summer months and like, you know, the winter months are more challenging and I get it now. If you can experience, okay, so I learned recently 
that I think it's like mid to end of January. Like it's around like the 20th of January. That is when the year in general is the lowest vibrational energy, like the lowest of the lows. And then it's around mid to end of August, like going into September, where at that point in the year, we are at the highest frequency, like the highest energetic frequency. Um, It makes complete sense to me now because um, around this time is like we're kind of like in the thick of winter, like we just kind of went through like the thick of it and then like it gets into springtime and then kind of at that peak summer moment before we like go down into fall is when um, we're at our energetic high like uh, in the year. And if you can like visualize a circle, (laughs) that's really, you know, really making you work today. So visualize like a circle, draw a line in half of it. The top half of that circle, um, let's say we're going to go from mm, like the bot. Okay. So the top half is fine. The top half of that circle is like all very, very good energy, very good frequency. I want to say good frequency, high frequency. The bottom half of the the circle, let's say like January, February is around like the six o'clock hour, like the five to six. There you go. Let's visualize a clock, you guys. That's way easier. Okay. So the top half, all high frequency, the halfway and below like the, the underneath, um, from what is it? Three o'clock to nine o'clock. Yeah, three o'clock to nine o'clock. That's low energy, like low frequency, low vibrational energy in that half of the year. So from like, say, October to April is pretty low, but it kind of like when you get into like the low curvature, like end of January, like beginning of February is like the lowest of the low. And I have never kind of like heard of, I have to like look into it a lot more, but I never, I, I understood that the concept of like, yes, the winter months, like, you know, are harder than the summer months, but I never have like researched it on like a energetic frequency sort of level. So to know that it actually brought me like a little bit of, um, like happiness because I'm like, okay, it's not just like, there's a lot of variables here now. There's a lot of factors. Like it's not just the cold, just the weather. Um, you know, just like, you know, a lot of people have because of these like conditions, like, you know, your work environment or like your money flow, like slows down or your motivation slows down. It's also, um, energetically a pretty low time as well. So that's just kind of like something interesting that I thought I would just like take into consideration. And, um, so anyway, this full moon happens, uh, last Sunday 
and I'm talking to my brother. He has an amazing experience because he's, um, you know, in nature. And it that's what kind of reminded me, like, shit, like, you know, it's so important for us to really position ourselves and take time to really ground ourselves, um, which is another thing that you should be doing during Mercury in retrograde. But... As I was talking to him, like I wasn't, I was so happy for him that he had this experience. I thought it was really amazing, like, um, you know, to really like be outside and do something super cool and like really take it all in. And I was talking to him and I'm like, yeah, you know, I didn't really have like this revelation during the full moon at all, but like this past weekend. But what it did make me realize is that. In the past, and I want to shed light on this, like, this is kind of my last point before I, like, end off this podcast, but I think it's important to shed light on the fact that when we do um, experience, like, a full moon or, like, you know, you'll be scrolling through Instagram, I just want to make it, like, really real with you guys right here, right now, and, like say you are kind of wanting to know more and even if you aren't wanting to know more like I said before like social media right now is covered in affirmations and which is so fucking amazing like it's just so fucking great I wake up like I wake up and I I don't really check my phone right away to be honest with you I I actually I I actually don't check my phone right away unless someone phones me in the morning like it's usually someone I want to talk to like or I look at my phone and there are like text messages like if they're from you know like there's like probably like three four people that I'll actually you know like my my mom like that you know what I mean like there's a couple people in my life that like if they if I have a message from them I'm gonna open I'm gonna read it and respond right away but if it's like you know unknown numbers or clients or this and that like that can wait until I'm like up in my teeth they're brushed and on all that shit so in the morning I really do try to make a point to not look at my phone right away and to be really aware of what I am looking at so I usually you know if there's a message I'll read it and respond but I'll usually um, put on something of substance so like a song and I'm not you know I love rap music but like I'm not listening to any of that shit like first thing in the morning like something that really lifts me up like something like that it actually has some, some subs some substance to it or I'm listening to like a speaker or something just like to wake up to and I'm doing this conscious consciously consciously because I know how powerful it can be on setting the tone for the rest of my day and that is why I do it point blank um I also like I that's I enjoy my routine so um I was saying (laughs) is that I did not have this um like revelation like from the full moon but people that um it's easy like to check social media to wake up um to social media or be scrolling through the day and see posts like this that do kind of interest you or enlighten you and like they could be like you know there's a lot of them out right now that'll be like 
February 16th. The universe is saying to you today that you're going to be great. Everything is going to flow to you with ease and you will experience, you know, harmony and peace and joyous interactions with your friends and family. And like, that's fantastic. Like, that's really, really great. Like, it's very, I do, I love those so much. Like, I don't want to discredit anything like that. But it can be really overwhelming and like misleading if you are seeing all these messages, like all these, you know, universe messages or all these like it's the super moon, like the super pink moon. And like these are the things that you got to do. And, um, you know, and then you see an affirmation and you see this and like it's a lot. I know. And the reason why I'm saying it's a lot is because there's a lot of people that say to me, Chelsea, like, I want this and I want to know more and I, like, want to, like, please tell me, but, like, where do you even start? So, um, one thing that kind of just brought, like, a little bit of clarity to all that bullshit, like, all that, I don't want to say bullshit, like, ugh, I'm trying to, like, be more aware of, like, mindful of my choice of words, is, um, we have this theme, you know, this, it's a known fact, but during full moons or new moons, that it's a time of um, decluttering, cleansing, realigning, reconnecting, and letting go. And I think letting go is like the big one here that is like, can apply a lot of pressure to people because... Um, what happens like when you keep letting, like you're letting go and then you feel like, you know, oh, another moon, I have to let go more and I have to let go more and I have to cleanse and declutter and like, you know, smudge and, you know, re, you know, realign and like, you know, really reflect on like my relationships and my partnerships and my, you know, and I mean this in like family, friendship, um, intimate relationship, workplace relationship, all of that shit, right? So that's where the overwhelm kicks in for a lot of people. And I just want to say like, yeah, there was a time like in my life, definitely, like there was a time where it was kind of savage. Like I really, I wrote down like names of people. Like I truly reflected. I've done this actually like a couple times, like younger, younger, like years ago. Um, where like I write down people's names that who are in my life and I'm like, no, they got to go like, no, no, like this is not good. Got to cut this off and this off and this off. And, um, it's pretty, um, that's hard. Like that, that's hard. And I've had it too, where I've had people in my life super fucking important to me, like my true blues, like who, have just, you know, the universe has dropped, like, just yanked them out of my life. And, like, it's been pretty, you know, just rocked my world. So when this happens, like, when these times of, like, reflection and when you see, when you're kind of, like, overwhelmed just with all that and, like, you know, you'll see people doing like the rituals of like writing letters, burning them and like doing like symbolic things of like letting go and this and that. 
I think we really need to like lighten the like bring some insight and like lighten that weight and like take that like off of your back of not every single time may be right for you. So it's not every single like in martial arts, you can't like, you know, get your black belt, you know, in your first say year. I don't know, maybe it's happened. But traditionally, like, that's a little, like, that's kind of crap. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, you really, you know, you can't get that, you know, Harvard degree, like, in 18 months. Like, there's just shit that takes time, okay, you guys? Like, whether you like it or not, like, you can, our timelines, some things are just, just take longer, And, um, just, I wish I knew, like, the reason why I want to, like, instill this is because I wish there was somebody, um, that brought a little bit more insight when I was really first learning about just, you know, being more mindful and a little bit more spiritual and a little bit more connected, you don't really have to let go a lot of a lot of shit. Like every time there's a full moon, like you don't. And what I truly recommend and what I honestly think that, um, is going to be happening and like trending. I'm it's true. Like, because like this kind of lifestyle is becoming a bit more trendy or easier to talk about is, And what I think would be more beneficial for the highest good of all involved is that during these times, instead of externally, you know, cutting people off or, or, you know, whatever it may be to you, people, you know, moving, quitting your job, you know, instead of these outer world external things that are symbolic towards transformation and evolving, I think it's going to become more about internally, like really like not, not anything to do with the outer side. I think if I knew what I knew, what I know now, I would have definitely reorganized and realigned everything internally like to my spirit like to my soul because everything on the outside falls to the wayside anyway like whether you're gonna and like don't get me wrong if you're in like an abusive relationship or something please seek help and cut that shit off immediately but like you know, in general, any kind of situation that could be neg- like not beneficial for you or not meant to be a part of your path anymore, you don't really have to do a lot of work for that bullshit to like just drop. Like, naturally as you evolve and become a greater version of you and you 
put in the work to raise your frequency and just be super fucking amazing and like glow up or whatever, however you want to put it on the daily when you're grinding out and like putting in those, you know, that work, self work and all that shit. Outer experiences and people and, you know, situations that you're in will fizzle away. They will just fade away. And I think that, well, I know that if, um, if I had that kind of perspective years and years ago, it would have just taken like the pressure, the control, or maybe like the I would say like responsibility of like the emotional attachment to people, places, or things. It would have eased that a little bit. And my advice would be during these times where you do feel, whether it's a full moon or not, whenever it's good to reflect and realign whenever you feel is right for you. If you're doing it, during a full moon, all you're receiving, like what you're getting out of that time is the universe and energy, like extra energy, like I said, working with you and pushing everything that you want, like giving greater power to bring, you know, whatever you're working on into fruition, you know, quicker or with more ease or with more confidence. Like, that's what's happening. But inner reflection and all that stuff, don't wait for a moon to do that. However, my point is all of us, I think, could benefit more from doing this within than the exterior. Do it from within and all the exterior shit that's not meant for you will just drop. Like literally, I'm not joking. I've had like full shift turnarounds like of shit like happen overnight that I'm like, wow, did not see that coming at all. Like at all. Like how was I a part of this, you know? And um, the way to do this more simplified right now, I think something that I just want to mention that like I'm, I have constantly like, you know, since like last weekend, like I've had it on my mind, you know, I've had it on my mind many, many times in the past, but something I'm really trying to practice right now, just to kind of like, you know, I want you guys to know, like, I'm not a perfect person by any means. Like I do have a lot of like high quality, very high value information that needs to be learned, um, shared and learned. And, and, and if you know someone that benefits, like definitely share it and give, give it to them and whatnot. And just, you know, just a different way of thinking. Like you might be listening to my podcast just to kind of be like a little bit enlightened or just, you know, you might just want to hear my voice or you might just get a takeaway or you might just think it's shit. Doesn't matter. But I want to just also not dump like a load of information on you guys, but really like keep you in the know of like what I'm doing and like what I'm up to. And like, um, you know, we're constantly... um evolving and getting better and having to, you know, 
re-navigate in this like super, you know, complex like life that we're each living. Um, so that's my reason for sharing this. And basically, I didn't know if I should put in a way of like, I said to my brother, I was like, I don't know if I'm trying to just like, if it's right to say like I'm want to practice having really solid integrity like to myself or what it is. And we were kind of chatting about it and he's like, no, Charles, like this is definitely discipline that you're talking about. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't feel like discipline is like, it, it, it like holds enough credit to like how I'm feeling like discipline to me is something that I already have. Like I'm a very disciplined person. Um, you know, I like to think so I didn't feel like discipline really gave this th- like idea enough, not like enough justice. Right. But um, it's actually really fucking hard to be disciplined all the time. And it made me realize there's a lot of areas in my life that I'm not as disciplined as I thought I was um, and that need a lot of work. But I'm going to leave you off with the idea of really being disciplined in the um, knowingness of what you're saying, aligning with what you're doing, aligning with what you're thinking. And this is a pretty, you know, common theme that you got to check yourself on over and over again at every stage in your life. Like I go in and out of this, like I'm pretty bad for this. Like there's a lot of times where I will, you know, have an idea and, um, you know, I'm better at it now, but I'll have an idea and say I'm speaking it to somebody and I'm like, I really want to do this or this is what I think and this is what I believe. And like, I might call a friend or like, you know, and talk about it and they'll be like, "Mm, yeah, Charles, I think that's good. Or like, no, this and that. Okay. So I'm talking about it and then, you know, I'll be by myself or whatever and like be so fixated on it and thinking about it and thinking all the positive things that could come from this idea or this experience and that and that. And then let's say two, three weeks, months go by and I haven't done shit about it. So it's like, I'm talking about it. I'm giving it all that positive conversation. I'm thinking about it. I'm giving it all those positive thoughts and energy, but I'm not doing anything with it. And that's just like, that's not fucking cool. It's like, I don't, it's not good. Like I have been a person in my life where sometimes I've said like, yeah, I want to do that. And like, or yeah, I'm going to be there. And I've not shown up, not because like person, place or thing is not important to me, but because like, you know, my intention was good, but I physically didn't show up. So does it really matter? Like, does that, you know, person know like, oh, but her intentions were pure. She probably wanted to be here. Like, that, that's not going to be a good look for me if I do that 10 times in a row. You know what I mean? Then it's going to just look like I'm a flaky person. You know what I'm saying? Even though through it all, my intention was to be there, but this and this and this and this happened, right? 
So, or it could be that, um, I've had it, you know, more recently where my, you know, I spoke it into existence. I'm very, very good at that. And I'm a hustler. Like if I say I'm gonna, um, you know, research how to start a podcast, like I'm probably gonna produce a podcast like the next day. Like that's just somewhat of how I am like as a person, like to my character. Um, so yeah, I might speak it into existence. I might take action towards what I want, but at the end of the day, like I might be laying in bed and like my thought process is, you know, I really could have done this better. Like that was kind of fucked up. Like, was that really good quality? Like, I don't know. Like, Oh, should I take it down? Like, was that picture too like sexy? Should I, you know what I mean? Like, and really like, or, uh, what is so-and-so going to think of me about that? Like, mm, I don't know. Like, you know, and the thoughts are just bullshit. And it's like, that's pretty f- horrible. You know, I put all this good energy into speaking about it. And I put all this amazing action into actually creating this thing. And at the end of the day, you're going to go home and like beat yourself up. And like your thoughts are going to be so negative and down about it. Like, no, you know, like I took a nap today because I was up very early and I didn't really sleep. Like I, you know, I haven't been having the greatest sleeps and I was really, really tired. So like physically drained and I fell asleep and I woke up being like, oh my God, like I can't believe I slept. Like I could have been way more productive in that time. Like And I felt horrible about it. And like, who cares? Like, I had to be reminded that, you know, you know, thankfully someone who like knows me and cares about me was like, "Um, no, dude, like, girl, like, you're fine. (laughs) Like, you obviously needed to sleep. Like, like, relax. Right. So, um, and, and that's bullshit. Like, you know, like I should not, you know, have those, that kind of like negative, thought process like so it's kind of like a little triangle um here's my another like a visual now picture a triangle like so like you know we're, we're really getting technical you guys um but yeah it's true like picture a triangle and it's like are my thoughts aligning with what I say aligning with what I do um this there's so many examples of this A lot of the times you can get wrapped up in some, she said that she didn't like her. She told me she didn't like her, okay? And she went to her birthday party. I don't get it. She's so two-faced. It's like, you know, like there's ways that this can be, like this happens all the time where people might, you know, complain about somebody and then go and hang out with them. And it's not always what it may seem, right? But a lot, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of make or break moments that can happen from witnessing somebody who is important to you and their words are not aligning with their actions, are not aligning like with their thoughts. There's a lot that you can come, like that, you know, witnessing somebody 
like that can affect a relationship. Um, and then vice versa. If I am witnessing somebody who, you know, has all this like, you know, great ideas or just really good values and like thoughts and intentions and, you know, they really match like how they speak and they, you know, speak highly of, you know, what they do or other people and and that and then they're actually out there doing the fucking hard work. I love that person. Like, you know what I mean? I res- I aspire to be that way, right? So I just wanted to give you guys like a little bit of insight on kind of now how I choose to reflect and realign and, um, you know, just redirect my energy if I am going through a point of reflection and just bringing a little bit more like clarification and really um, just getting a little bit more like in tune, like kind of stepping outside and being like, okay, Chelsea, like, you know, what's working here? Because it's easy to get caught up in the daily grind. And sometimes you do got to check in and be like, okay, what's working? What's not working? And, um, you know, and just kind of do a little self-reflection. So that would be like my little kind of takeaway. Like if, you know, I think it, it would be, it would be helpful if, you know, everyone kind of operated at that, like, you know, with that in their minds. And, um, I think, you know, like we're none of us, none of us, it's very few times where, you know, let's get realistic where all the time our thoughts align with our words, align with our actions. But if you can make small changes, again, like these baby, like small, um, changes really do prepare you and build you and really like are, you know, a part of programming who you are, like in creating who you are are meant to be and where you're going and what you're really going to get out of this life. And it does come down to just really being super disciplined in choosing again and choosing to, you know, really work on yourself and knowing that like in doing so, everything that's not meant for you right now will fall to the wayside and everyone and everything who is, you know, vibrating at your level and all the opportunities that are, you know, um, meant to meet you at the level that you're at right now will come for you. Um, they will, like if you, you know, hard work is rewarded and, um, hard work on an energetic level is so powerful. It is the most powerful, like you can get really whatever you want. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm going to end it off. And just remember that you at any moment can change your mind into choosing again um, to believe in the power of a positive mindset. All day long, every little baby choice is a choice where it doesn't matter 
if you are five, seven, nine years old, 15, 28, 70s, it doesn't matter, you know, your religious background, beliefs, it doesn't matter, you know, how old you are, it doesn't matter, you know, what race you are, it doesn't matter, um, what job you have or what amount of education, everyone is our one common thing universally that we all have together to keep us, you know, united is that you do get to choose positive or negative. Everybody, whatever it is, if you're spiritual, you know, if you're not, it's you're choosing. You're making these choices, choosing positive, choosing negative all day long. Um, and that's why I just believe so passionately, like, in this idea and, um, you know, in spreading this idea um, as much as possible is because it is the one thing that we are all alike is you know, choosing to believe in the power of a positive mindset. And when you choose to do that, you you will just experience everything in life will be sweeter. And um, yeah, that's all I have to say this week. And um, I just want to remind you, like, I'm a human being too. Um, it really like means a lot. Like I got a lot of super amazing like messages, like even just saying like that was good or, you know, and the acknowledging like a lot of people who listened to my first podcast episode that did say something to me, I super appreciate it. Not just because like that's really kind of you and no one has to say anything at all. Um, but also there is a part of it where, you know, when it's such a sensitive, intense, like topic of like hardship and you say like, that was great. Like I liked that. It gives me, um, I don't want to say validation, but the comfort of knowing if you messaged me about that. There's a piece of me that felt like that's so dope. He went through some bullshit too. Or like that's thank you so much. She probably obviously had hard times too. And there's something that I said in that episode that resonated with you or that you that triggered you or that, um, you know, you felt like emotionally like aligned or connected to and I just think that that's super fucking cool and like I super appreciate it and if you listened and you didn't say anything that's really super like amazing as well and if you listened and you turned it off because you thought it was crap I that's cool too like I'm good I'm Gucci so it's all good and um yeah so I just wanted to say thank you for that and that my podcast like I'm not the most technology, technology, technological, technology. I don't know. 
I'm not like a master at like editing and shit. And also that's not just, that's really just like not my style. I kind of have like some ideas of what I'm going to say. And then I just like go off of like whatever actually comes out, you know, like I have like some ideas I want to talk about, but whatever I say, I say, and like, there's no taking it back. Right. It's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Um, so bear with me. Like if, you know, I say something, pronounce something wrong or whatever, like it's a one, just one shot. Right. So I wish everyone the most amazing week and yes, let's just, you know, keep on. So thank you for listening and have a good night.